Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and to build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Hi, Rebels. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, the interview. I'm producer and sound designer Camille, and today we're talking to Beth Evans about painter Frida Kahlo. If you didn't hear the Frida episode, make sure you go and give it a listen. Beth, can you introduce yourself? My name is Beth Evans. I'm the Youth and Family Programs Coordinator at the National Portrait Gallery, which is part of the Smithsonian Institution. As an art lover and educator, what strikes you about Frida Kahlo? I love her bravery and her confidence. It's easy to look at Frida Kahlo's work now and dismiss it as being, you know, just another painting or just another self-portrait. But I think it's important to remember how much courage it took to paint what she painted, the way she painted. She was born over a hundred years ago at a time when women were told that they had to be quiet and small and proper. And as I look at her artwork, I'm amazed at all the ways that she rebelled against society's standards. You know, her art is loud and bright and it demands attention with these self-portraits. In a lot of them, her body takes up almost the entire canvas and she looks directly at us. It's like she's just challenging us to, to question her choices or to question her ability as an artist. Frida also used art to work through difficult parts of her life and to tell her story. Can you tell us more about that? To me, the most interesting part about her creations is that a lot of them she did while she was in enormous pain. She was in a really horrific bus accident. And that was what got her started with painting because she was hospitalized and bedridden for months. And she just needed something to do, first of all, to just to pass the time, but also to distract herself from all of this pain that she was in. And so she started painting for real. And she continued to paint self-portraits, always referencing different elements of her exterior, you know, her appearance or her interior, her thoughts. She was often referencing the fact that she was a Mexican and indigenous woman, that she was proud of her heritage. So as we see her with, you know, the flowers in her hair and the the animals, the parrots, the monkeys around her, these are all references to who she was. You mentioned that Frida was unusual in her time as a woman and a person of color. Do you think things have gotten better, more fair? in the art world. I think it's gotten better. There's still a lot of remnants of colonialism in the art world, meaning that, yeah, white men certainly are 
are the ones that are championed as being the geniuses. Whereas if we look at Frida Kahlo, you know, and wonder what is it, what exactly does it mean to be an artistic genius? She certainly checks all the boxes. And it wasn't just the fact that she was Mexican and indigenous and a woman. It was also the fact that she was disabled, the fact that she was bisexual. There were just so many stereotypes and rules in the early 20th century that she pushed against in, in her rise to fame. And I, I think it's getting better in the art world, but it's still, we've got a long way to go. I have to tell you about my friend Penelope. She is hilarious. She only eats cheese doodles and canned beans and she loves to sing and fly through walls. Wait, did I tell you that Penelope is my imaginary friend? Well, she is, but she's totally real to me. Anywho, Penelope and I are very excited because there's a new movie coming out on May 17 all about imaginary friends. It's called IF, which stands for Imaginary Friends. Pretty cool, am I right? IF is so much fun with lovable fuzzy giants and bright new galaxies. It stars Kaylee Fleming as B, a girl who discovers that she can see everyone else's ifs. Meanwhile, Cal, played by Ryan Reynolds, can also see ifs. Together, they team up and go on a magical adventure to reconnect forgotten ifs with their kids. If is from the brilliant mind of writer-director John Krasinski. It also stars John Krasinski, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Maya Rudolph, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt, Aquafina, and Steve Carell, just to name a few. It celebrates the incredible power of curiosity and creativity, and it's definitely a laugh-out-loud adventure for the whole family. IF comes out in theaters starting May 17th and is guaranteed to knock your socks off. What? Oh, Penelope says she wears two pairs of socks at all times. Also, that imaginary friends get limitless refills on popcorn. So join us in the theater on May 17. Bring your imaginary friends, too. What do you think girls today can learn from Frida Kahlo's example? She's a fantastic guide for anyone who is trying something new. I would say um, one major takeaway from Frida's example is just to, to start with where you are and what you have available. She was incredibly brave. She trusted her ideas and she didn't wait for permission because she would have never gotten it. She just started creating art and she asserted that her art was good. You know, she told people that she was good and, and then they believed her. Wow, that is quite a story. So if a girl is inspired to become an artist herself, what advice would you give her? I always tell people that, and and it sounds trite, but it's true and it bears repeating that everyone is an artist. Oftentimes we think we have to be really good at something in order to do it, but it's the doing that makes you better. And it's more importantly, it's the doing that gives you confidence that you can You can do it and you can improve. And finally, what do you think makes Frida a rebel girl? (laughs) Um, Frida Kahlo was a rebel girl because she rejected everything that she was told that she had to be. 
And she looked to herself as her greatest inspiration and her greatest success. Um, she trusted her instincts, she trusted her abilities, and she used her own image, which I think is so radical that at a time where, um, again, women, they were supposed to be beautiful and she embraced her flaws, she embraced her disabilities. She showed people what, what her pain felt like, what her joy felt like, and um, she forced people to look at her and to understand her stories and to recognize that women's stories are valid and are necessary. Um, and I love that. Thank you, Beth. And thank you for listening. If you like the show, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and share it with all of your friends. Catch you next time. Stay Rebel. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening.